0: Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministry, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Sometimes in life you change your eating habits, and someone says, well, how long are you going to do that? And you say, for the rest of my life. Or you get a relationship and you say to the other person, I'm going to love you the rest of my life or any type of decoration that you may think that you're going to do as long as you live. But today we want to talk about a decoration we're going to make through the scriptures that we're going to serve the Lord for the rest of our life. Please enjoy this episode. For the rest of my life. That is a great commitment. But we're not making that commitment just to to a diet or to a person. We're making that commitment to the Lord, saying, for the rest of my life, I'll serve the Lord. Now, we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 4, when he was encouraging the believers that now that we've been saved, now that we've been delivered, now that we have walked in the news of life, we should spend the rest of our days in the service to the Lord. Let's take a look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. This is a powerful verse because at first he's letting us remind us that, look, Christ has suffered for mankind that we all might live. And he said, if we're taking up our cross, if we're following in the footsteps of Christ, we should likewise suffer and die to our flesh and not live the rest of our days to the will of God. He said, listen to verse two, that we should not spend the rest of our time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. So God is extending grace. He's given us mercy and we found salvation. So now the rest of the time that we're in this body, we should not be yielding it to the lust of men because we have been delivered. We have been set free, but we should now live our lives to the will of God. The big issue that we have as believers is oftentimes rationalizing our will with the will of God. We have these ideas and thoughts and ways that we think our life should be, and we put pour into that and we push toward making that thing to come to pass and not considering the will of God for our lives. Now some of these things are definitely sin when you talk about you spending your time to the will of to the will of man, but oftentimes it don't have to just be that. But it could be thinking about your own way and not taking up your cross. But look, God paid a price for us through Jesus Christ. And now that we have our time, and He's given us life, and life more abundantly, we should not take that grace and do what we want with Him, but we should live our life to the will of God. Look, in Romans chapter 6, we are reminded that we should reckon ourselves dead indeed to sin. Because he that is dead is free from sin and so he reminds us that god has delivered us so we should not continue yielding ourself you have to understand the victory that come through christ jesus he christ suffered and gave us victory over this human body over our humanity now every day going forward I have to make a choice, and you have to make a choice whether or not we're going to yield our time, spend our time yielding to the flesh, of, to the lust of men, or to the will of God. Now the lust of men it is a lot of stuff. And if we go to Galatians 5, and we talk about the works of the flesh, and there's like 17 works of them, and all that can come out of man. And we know what we used to do, and but the Bible says that any man being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have come brand to become brand new. But you have to make mech- a decoration. How are you gonna spend the rest of your time in this body? If we look back over our life, we see what we've been through, we see the things that we used to do, and we see how the Lord has brought us out. Why again will we entangle ourselves with that type of bondage anymore? Why would we go back to yielding our members to those things? when we don't have to let sin have dominion over us anymore. Let's take a look at Romans chapter six, and we're gonna look at verse four. let Let's start at verse 13, all right? It says this, Neither let's start at verse 12, I'm sorry. It says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should bed, obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, for yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God, for sin shall not have dominion over you. All right, so listen, he's letting us know now and reminding us, Christ has suffered. We have accepted Christ. We've been delivered from the powers of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear Son. So now we have a choice how we yield this body. The struggle is over. The victory is yours through through Christ Jesus. So, we and you and I just have to make a decision every day, in every moment of our day how are we gonna yield, spend our time in the flesh? Are we gonna continue to spend it, yielding to the lust of men or to the will of God? Because if you go to verse 3 of 1 Peter, it says, In time past, all the stuff we took part in, but now we have the manifold grace of God. And we just want to know what we're going to do with it. Are we going to take this grace and just sit back and just say, I'm saved and do whatever we want to and know that grace is there and God's mercy is there and love is there, his love is there. And we're going to tempt God going back and forth, straddling the fence, doing what we want to and then saying, Lord, forgive me. Or we're we going to practice the victory that we have in, through Christ Jesus. Let's look at Romans chapter 8. It says this, very powerful. It says this, verse, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the Lord and spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So understand this, before you were saved, before you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, there was a law of sin and death over you, meaning you were going to sin and you were going to die. You were going to sin and be in this perpetual cycle of sin and death. But now the law of Christ Jesus has freed us from the law and sin and death. Now I got a decision to make. How am I going to spend the rest of my time here on earth? Why am I going to still struggle with sin? Still struggle with these things that I've been delivered from? Why am I walking back in bondage when the scripture says stand fast, free in the liberty which Christ has made us free, and be not entangled by the yoke of bondage anymore? Why am I going to go back that way when I have a choice? because Christ suffered in the flesh for us, and we got to arm ourselves likewise. I mean, prepare ourselves, guard guard ourselves up, build ourselves up in the faith with a likewise mind that we we suffered in our flesh, because he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Christ delivered us from sin, so if we make up our mind that I'm going to fight this body fight this urges, tell this, tell my mind and tell my body, you don't have victory over me, I am free, God has delivered me, and I'm not going that way. Then I can cease from sin. We don't want to no longer live the rest of our time to the lust of men, to spend all our days, our young days, entangled in sin, and our middle age years entangled in sin, and our old days, if God spares us, entangled with sin attitudes mindsets lust evil all matter of debauchery always tied up in that because we won't take the time to say i've been delivered i've been set free and i'm going to live my live my life and the rest of my life to the will of god listen there's a song that they used to sing in the church it says for the rest of my life i'll serve him that's the declaration we gotta make every day We got to say, I'm going to keep on serving the Lord. Whether someone does me right or someone does wrong, I'm going to keep on serving the Lord. Whether things work out in my favor or not, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm making the declaration, and you should make the declaration. For the rest of my life, I'm going to serve the Lord. I won't spend my days in in this body living after the lust of men, but the will of God will be first in my heart. The will of God will be first in my mind, and I will yield myself to that understand this when you do that you glorify God in your body when we make the decision day after day to live right to live holy to do justly to love mercy and walk humbly before God to show love and have fervent love for one another to submit ourselves unto God to take the grace that he's given us and meet every man with that same measure of grace to not backbite to not lie to not steal to not allow those 17 works of flesh to have any manifestation in our body But that fruit of the Spirit of God, the love, the joy, the peace, the kindness, the gentleness, the meekness, the long-suffering, and the temperance, that will be in our lives, that we won't go back the other way. Because the scripture says, such were some of you, but we've been washed, we've been cleansed, God has brought us out. So I won't dare walk back in the other way. There's a scripture that talks about a, a person going back to sin. It says the second state of that man shall be worse than the first. Now, if you know how you were before you were saved, if you know all that you carried on with before you were saved, why dare cross over again and start getting involved in sin again? Because that second state could be even worse. It's no telling what we can open ourselves up to as we've cleaned this house out. And the enemy comes back looking and and, and we haven't filled it up with the word and filled it up with the Holy Ghost. And now the enemy comes back seven times stronger and you're in a mess, and you're returning to your vomit. You got to look at sin as vileness, you got to look at sin as nastiness, said a dog returns to his vomit. If you go back and returning to sin and wickedness, you got to look at that sin and that all you as detestable, as wicked, as disgusting, and you got to make the decision, and I got to make the decision that I'm not crossing back over into that mess. God has been good to me. God has delivered me. And I'm going to spend the rest of my life and the rest of my days in this flesh living for the will of God. Listen, I encourage you, hope I encourage you today to take a look at your life as I take a look at my life. And look in my heart and begin to ask the Lord, show me anything that's not like you. Lord, show us anything that is that is going to that old nature. What I'm yielding to the lust of men instead of surrendering to you. So you and I can know how to walk right. You and I can be what God calls us to be. So I encourage you today, make the declaration that for the rest of your life, you will serve the Lord. Thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope some of my has blessed you. And once again, make the declaration with me for the rest of my life. I serve him. Have a wonderful day. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I'm a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me, amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.